Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 167, episode 5 of Daily Zeitgeist, a production of my heart. Radio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Friday, January 15th, 2021, a cool five days until uh, January 20th. Uh, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. We Don't Need No Information. We Don't Need No Crowd Control. Mad and wearing buffalo costumes. Hey, police, leave them chuds alone. Mm-hmm. All in all, I just went and tasered my balls. Uh, that is courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi Main. And uh, that is something I caused me to uh, fact check whether that dude actually uh, died tasering his balls uh, or anyone died dur- tasering their balls uh, during the Capitol insurrection. Uh, it's not true. Uh, but it's sort of like uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer being a cannibal thing. It's not true, but it might as well be true. America needs it to be true. So it's yeah. an alternative fact. It's an alternative fact that Jeffrey Dahmer uh, represents a large hammer. Uh, oh, I was saying Jeffrey Dahmer. That's interesting. Oh, no, Army allegedly, 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 <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Uh, but. Yeah, no, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing, it was like he kept the body parts around. He said he, like, tasted some of them, uh, but it was right after Silence of the Lambs came out, so people were real into cannibals, so he was just like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I I ate them. I ate them all. I ate them up. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, And I feel like this is, you know, Trump's America basically tasered themselves in the balls until they died, so might as well... Uh, but there's a really sad Snopes article where they, you know, debunk the story, and there is an interview with uh, the widow of the man who died of a heart attack, where she is quoted as saying, "But tasering himself in the balls until he died—that couldn't be further from the truth," mm. um, which is a tough thing to have to say after uh, your significant other uh, white supremacist passes away. Anyways, I'm thrilled. To be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! There is so much that Jack can tell you, so much Miles can say, and you can hear their second-rate takes every day. But did you know that on the show, they say, fuck Fox News and the Koch brothers beyond the grave? Baby! Listening to DDZ every day. Oh, the more I listen, the more I hate mainstream news. Now that the party's on Zoom, the guests can be from far away. Okay, anyway, so shout out to Fizzy Bad Time on the Discord for that. uh, Just sick ass AKA, you know, Seal's in here. Yeah, every also, day. I like fizzy bad time. Is just a uh, that could be like the name of a lead singer of some badass like uh, punk band or something. Yeah, um, the, uh, I think there's a first name before. Wasn't it Wonka Fizzy Lifting Drink? Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, one of my that's favorites. what we called this kid who was a really good high jumper at my high school. Who was fizzy short, Lifting Drink? But yo, he had ups, <laughs> unbelievable, and he was shorter than me. And we were like, what the fuck is going on with you, Fizzy Lifting Drink? <laughs> 
Well, we are thrilled to be joined by someone who's not far from us physically, uh, nor is he far from our hearts uh, mm -hmm. spiritually. He is the brilliant, the talented Derek Lemos. Welcome. Now I wish I had a song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, Jackie Welcome. Johnson messed that up for a lot of people. Yeah, she she had a, I mean, her that, own backing that's, track. That's a high. Know? That's a high bar to clear. That's you need some fizzy lifting drugs to, to to clear that one. The most yeah. I've gone is just playing an instrumental, like pre, like full on pre pro for the AKA. Oh, oh you know what? We wow, salute. Wow, wow. Yeah, people have yeah. said we need to hang her jersey in the rafters uh, for that AKA. True? You know what I mean? Derek, what what's new with you? Uh, getting tested for the for the Rona tomorrow. Okay, um, I was in I was in Portland for for about a week, um, and I started feeling a little little yucky. Um, mm -hmm. So the the it's like, why are you traveling? It's like, well, um, I talked to Anna and uh, Shireen on ambiguously, ethically ambiguously about it. Uh, so I'm a sperm donor. Um, oh, had wow. to go up back there to uh, jerk off into some cups. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Real but, Duke of Hastings over here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and so that's basically like I was up there. I started feeling gross. Um, came back. I was like, I, I still can like smell and taste, but like it's like, oh man, this. I have asthma, so like I know what that normally feels like, and this just doesn't feel like that. So I'm gonna mm. go get that checked out tomorrow. Now, um, are you a sperm king? Because the New York Times just had an article. Uh, the sperm kings have a problem. Too much demand. Is that why you? I am milked dry. I am fucking, <laughs> I'm just blowing dust at this oh, point. Gosh. Just the demand, yep. you know, the, it's, it's, a, it's a buyer's market right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> blowing dust. Damn. Oh, no. Super glue coming out. Okay. Yeah. Um, send me to the glue factory. I'm done after this. Yeah. I mean, I, I know so many people just, anecdotally who are who have just tested positive i just tested negative but i had through my wife who is a healthcare worker i i was exposed and you know had to get tested one of my best friends just found out he has it this morning um it's just it's bad out there i think they just said that one in three uh people in los angeles have, have in been three? infected holy shit yeah so it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, this one was kind of my fault. So like I double masked on the plane, but I do that thing where, you know, I'm going through TSA. So I just wear my flip flops. Um, uh, I got into your feet. So after, yeah. So after <laughs> I was done, I was flying into Portland and I knew it was going to be rainy. So I switched into my other shoes, stuffed my stuffed the old flip flops in the, uh, in the, in the bag, in the side bag, not remembering, uh, that my toothbrush was also in there. So, oh, you know, yeah. hopefully a, it's something it's even bad move. It, it's not COVID. It's like, dude, you got flop mouth. That's what <laughs> happened, bro. I know it feels like it, but it ain't it. You, you definitely got the flip flop on the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. The old flop mouth. I hope that that's an official diagnosis. Yeah. I hope so. And also, then that would be very frightening if a doctor said that to you. It's flop mouth. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to leave, actually. Oh, man. Well, uh, you know, prayers up for you. Uh, mm -hmm. We hope you. We hope you're uh, okay. Uh, we appreciate you coming on uh, on on this day. Um, and, you know, never miss the DGZ. All right. Well, uh, let's tell the people what we're talking about today, and then we'll get to know you a little bit better. Uh, we're going to talk about the new FAA policy. 
uh, we're going to talk about of just like not fuck around and find out. You'll you'll get thrown. F A A F A F O is what they're yeah. they're changing it to. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about Rudy Giuliani and just the deliciously appropriate place he's ending up. We'll talk about uh, not quite yet. Like he's not in the Hague yet, but uh, just the spiritually deflating uh, way he's being treated by his uh, underboss. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, how the vaccine is being distributed. Um, we will talk about the wall because it's kind of the last chance. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the help secret service edition, the help to secret service. Uh, mm. The secret service uh, at the Javanka state is not being allowed to use the bathroom have never been allowed to use the bathroom, even though they have at least seven toilets in their ba- in their house. And so uh, just there, there's a <laughs> fascinating story in the Washington Post about what they've had oh to do. Uh, and we'll talk about the battle for the hearts and minds of the Marvel Universe. Uh, the right is claiming uh, Captain America, uh, people who have anything to do with the creation of Captain America, uh, are not on board. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that, all of that, plenty more. But first, Derek, we like to ask our guests, what's something from your search history? Uh, search history. So, uh, Ben Garrison, uh, the conservative cartoonist, uh, somebody has been changing his, his cartoons, um, there was one after the uh, after the the raid on the Capitol um, of you know a bunch of MAGA chuds like lifting up the the Senate chambers uh, and just demanding it's like we want come uh, and it was the funniest <laughs> thing I'd seen that entire week uh, and this was just like the first of several altered images and you know it, it we live in a golden age for uh, for cum jokes. And they're just, they're beautiful. Yeah. Shit posts are, it's all we have anymore. I think it's funny because like, it's weird in their own versions, left and right is is just disillusioned for based on whatever news they ingest, Mm -hmm. but then, and then find the comfort in the shit posts. And it's like, (laughs) it's the one true language uh, that may unite us. That we're truly all in the shit together. Yeah, we kind of a uh, different versions of, of uh, golden age of come. We did uh, kind of skip past. What did you read the New York Times article about the sperm kings? Because that was one that I only really like glance at the headline. But is that? Yeah, I just I glance at the headline. It's just that there's so much it, demand. I don't know if had to do. Uh, yeah, well, like from what I from what I understood, it's like a lot of uh, people um, with uteruses are looking to have uh, you know quarantine babies. Uh, and just the the demand is is exceeding the the what's in the bank. Yeah. Um, oh, and so, so they're just ad, ask, they're finding their own donors, you know, through any any means uh, any means Facebook. necessary. Who'd have thought? <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Also connecting <laughs> people on the unregulated cum market. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if you. <laughs> Uh, we we had an article back in the crack days from somebody who sold their used panties on Reddit and was able to uh, support herself. So oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. There's you know the internet is, can be a, a wonderful thing. Um, oh yeah, I mean it, you know it's like organ. You don't have to pump your own gas. It's just you don't have to pump your own cum. Just come and get it. Yeah, right. There you go. Somebody else will do it for you. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, and I like this. In this article, it says people want well, well-educated, college-educated sperm. 
I wonder how many like cum scammers there are. Cum con men. You know right. what I mean? Like Harvard, uh, just engineering master's degree from MIT. And it's really like, mm, I don't know, just mm-hmm. really weak bones. Weak bones. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's 100% me. I went to four or five different community colleges and dropped out of all of them. But I'm still claiming them. Yeah, I got <laughs> the, the collective experience. Like, oh, yeah, I've got four years under my belt. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, that's it. Exactly. I think more than anything, you're like uh, empathetic human in touch with uh, human emotions, not toxic. Mm. Yeah, it's like, yeah, just the question number one: Have you gone to therapy? Yeah, where's that? <laughs> like, yo, forget the college educated come. Where's the therapy come at? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this, this person might be just down the road, reasonable, rational. I get, I, I have to imagine that's uh, <laughs> hinge. I have to imagine the beautiful head of hair doesn't hurt either, uh, Derek. For, yeah. for listeners uh, who can't see, Derek is rocking uh, a full mane, a, a luscious mane, mane on mane. mane, on mane. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So come get this sperm, y'all. <laughs> what, what is uh, if you, Yeah, if you like fuzzy babies, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you know where I'm at. Yeah, what if is I put the, it up, I'd be like bald podcaster. They're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, but Blasian. Mm. <laughs> what's uh, what's something you think is underrated? Oh, underrated. Uh, I think right now, like, like just the little acts of community and the little acts of solidarity that people are finding. Um, you know, whether it's like rallying outside of Garcetti's house to wake his ass up, mm. or you know, just like, um. You know, like I'm seeing tons of friends, uh, you know, share each other's projects, the things that they've been working on while in quarantine or even just like their Venmos. Like, hey, you know, it's it's that time of the month again. Everybody's got to pay rent. If you can, you know, uh, throw somebody a couple shekels, like, you know, do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gar Garcetti, man, he's uh, what a what a what a leader. It's, I mean, uh, people oh, like him and Newsom are fucking just praying to the heavens and giving thanks that the emphasis on like our national discourse is completely away from how like municipalities, states are running anything. Because between yeah. Newsom being like, let's uh, skull fuck the LAUSD budget and give that to Newport Beach rather than the inner cities or whatever, like and just moving shit around or Garcetti being like. Oh, like, you know, finding out how effective some of the tests were or the company mm-hmm. that was administering tests and like how that was a little bit of a just, you know, odd situation. Yeah, slash murky. yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah, there's no it's almost like you have to be laser focused on them to rem- to remember all of the bad just fuck ups that have occurred with them even the last few months. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I think my favorite thing about like this whole thing, uh, including uh, like especially Garcetti, like he had his sights on the Biden administration so fucking yeah. hard and mm-hmm. through his own like ineptitude, not, and, and that's what's shitty is like, you know, black lives matter had protests outside of his house for a solid month and a half. Mm-hmm. And like, that wasn't the thing that fucked up his opportunity. It was him trying to hide it. Uh, you know, not acting on the, the sexual harassment case through his, uh, through his aides. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, he really, and, what it like? What was it like? Some ceremonial position he was offered. It wasn't even like any yeah, kind it was of part real of the planning or... committee for yeah, like oh. the inauguration. Oh, <laughs> like he went from cabinet to planning committee. Yeah, bro. yeah. Wow. 
Hey, you They're can like, help you know like, what, uh, here, we're going to send you an invite list. If you could just check that for spelling errors, that would be great. <laughs> right, right, exactly. They're like, mm. oh, you didn't make the team, but what you can do is you can hold the banner that they bust through at the mm. game. Yeah, that's that's exactly, yeah. Or no, yeah. no, even worse than that, you can help paint the banner that they run through. <laughs> not even hold it, because you we will not be seen. don't trust your grip. We don't, <laughs> we don't stand do that. And we're not getting any camera time. You can mm. paint yeah, the he banner. Went from, that they yeah, bust. he went from uh, second string to towel boy. Yeah. Right. You love to see it. Yeah, you kind of do. You kind of yeah. do. Uh Newsom, what what was his uh big fuck up other than the French laundry? Was that the main thing that he showed up at the French laundry and has just completely fucked up the COVID response? Well, there's that, but there's also just this like massive budget shift. Let me pull up. There's a statement from one of the school board members in LA basically talking about how money that was pledged um to like this like to LAUSD has suddenly just been rerouted hmm. like inexplicably and they're like uh we need this money to actually keep like the like edu- our educational plans going because of where Los Angeles is in terms of the infection rates they're not like there's no way they're going to be able to reopen on February 1st like which is a, yeah, you know no sort of like a like a guy or a goal that a lot of places are trying to hit in the state and so on top of that, to then take money away, they're just sort of like, what the fuck is he doing? And so I believe they're suing um, the state, uh, like just because they're like this, this money has been like w- already pledged to the district, yet it's suddenly now being rerouted. So it's almost all- like the people he's more likely to uh, go dine at the French Laundry with are more likely to uh, have children in the Huntington Beach public school district than uh, right the la school district hmm uh all right well i think i think we knew what we needed to know about him when we saw kimberly guilfoyle and him with their with their wet hair just like paw just laid out on that carpet that was yeah or his penchant for sleeping with his best friends yeah uh what is something you think is overrated Derek? i'm gonna i'm gonna say the impeachment um like it, right now, what it seems to me is like everybody, you know, like our entire government is is basically like a gentleman's agreement. Mm-hmm. Like th- there are no real ways, you know, with somebody when somebody with somebody like Trump, like, who has just no shame, um, you know, there's no way to kind of trout them out of office because everything's kind of based on that agreement. And so with like four years of of you know the water coming to a rolling boil and and all of these things kind of developing it feels like everybody's trying to save face and kind of maybe save any little bit of last scrapes of of decency they might have had um but like yeah okay so the house passed the resolution there were still what 110 republicans who voted against it um it still has to go to the Senate for, you know, for removal. And that maybe might not even happen with what, like what a week and a half left in his presidency. So it just, it feels very like, like, Oh, now you guys want to. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. It's 197. I think uh, Republicans voted to. uh, Yeah. Two thirds against. Yeah. Two thirds of that of that they were like no that ain't that ain't happening and it's interesting too because you know like you you wanted the expediency like that would have felt right like they're like oh they're not there's no 
stalling on this. Like they understand mm-hmm. the problem and they're addressing it. But now it's yeah, like you're saying, it's just going to be like, all right, fine. If we don't impeach him, you promise to not be so racist or outwardly violent anymore. Mm-hmm. And then like that's sort of like the deal I feel is being worked out right now. You know yeah, what I mean? That's it's exactly not, it. It, it's not, yeah, hey, they, do we all recognize that this is bad for either side, right? Because even if you, as a thought experiment for anyone, uh, but just like at a certain point, you don't want the norm to be people, violence is going to just come to your doorstep and change your vote on something. Uh, because that's essentially the same mechanisms are there for any corrupt government. I mean, they're, I mean, this not to say that this place isn't because that's happening through money, but now using violence as a tool to sort of change legislation Entering entering that as like becoming a normal part is, is something I think no one wants. And then we've seen that with just the reaction of um, a lot of the conservatives, even in the House, were like, uh, this was fucking too much. Like, it's one thing when people stand outside and are fine or, and not, you know, macing each other and trying to break glass and kill people. But it's come too far. And now what is that recalibration going to look like? Because if it's not actually addressing the problem, then we're you know, we can expect for things to just only worsen. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like that you said it's a gentleman's agree. It's a gentleman's agreement with Nazis, which never works out great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the line, yeah, the line constantly keeps moving of yeah. like what's acceptable of like, Oh no, no, no. That time. We, all right. We're sorry. We won't do it again. You know? And then cut to a week later. We're sorry. It won't happen again. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't ever stop once the momentum's already been built because we've l- allowed it to get to that point. Yeah. Where like the you know the cause to the the call to action has been um trumpeted so many times like I don't want to say it's the new normal because hopefully it's not but it feels very much that like they claimed this as a success and they were already planning something for I think the the 17th or something like that. Something I was reading. The yeah. 17th like or 24th seems like at all the capital, like all 50 States. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People keep being like, is this, is this the Neville Chamberlain? Is this person going to be the Neville Chamberlain? I feel like people might look back and be like the entire democratic apparatus, like, or democratic party apparatus and the mainstream media. were all kind of Neville, Neville Chamberlain in it up uh, during, during this whole period. Um, And also, like, even the description, like, it's almost like the reporting is like, we know as if we know everything right now and we're trying to analyze it through that. But I find myself every day being like, this is way more. It's a lot more complex than simply him screaming and them going there, because like the layers of the kinds of people who are there for their own reasons, plus like uh, footage of people in the crowds who are clearly agitating. And like trying to sort of direct the anger in a way that they needed it to. It's like we're going to just learn so much more that it's hard to like fully even begin to process what I mean, like it's hard to know what the remedy is until we we're actually aware of what the entire circumstance was surrounding this and how like how far we have to go to address things like campaign finance and dark money. And well, where, you know, who is who works for who and what their ideologies are, et cetera. Well, I, I mean, I think the remedy is is like just holding s- these social media companies accountable, or at least holding them to like the users' agreement that they've that they've made all of us sign, right. and that they've kind of like cracked down on leftists, um, you know, unfairly. Like, 
like how many you know you're never the the youtube the the right has hacked or like engineered their videos in such a way that you're never more than four or five clicks away from from like an entry point on youtube uh that you're never far you know that far on social media that you're never that far on you know on different platforms like they've they've ingrained themselves in such a way where like you know if you start with uh, Joe Rogan that will lead you to Shapiro or that will lead you to McGinnis or that will lead you to, you know, any Jordan number Peterson. of these other. Right. Yeah. Jordan I mean, Peterson. it's, it's dangerous for children out there. Uh, and to prove that point, just look at Matthew McConaughey, uh, who mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, has, it seems like the mind of a child uh, has been led <laughs> down the path to uh, his book, Thanks Jordan Peterson, in the back, his new book that he dropped, and he was just on the Jordan Peterson podcast talking about how uh, influential Jordan Peterson was to him. So, <laughs> oh, really? Know. Yeah. All, all right, well, all like, right, like all right. Like we, yeah. Well, it's yeah. kind of like you were what you were talking about in the in the kind of the the topics with with Captain America. Like, there's nothing there's nothing that they won't co opt to kind of fit their needs. Um, because there isn't, there isn't a, like the, all of the things that they believe are horrific. And so you have to mask them and bury the lead. Yeah. Uh, so with like Captain America, of course they're going to co-opt him because like, uh, one, you know, the U S military, like, uh, plays a huge role in funding a lot of the, the, the movies that kind of glorify nationalism. Right. Um, so like, he's the kind of the perfect target for it, but they also did that with like. Um, what was it? The Matrix in in co-opting two trans women's baby of like of a trans analogy and just using that to be shitty and and like you know the red pill and uh, uh, what else? Um, I'm trying to think what else that they uh, with Fight Club. Like, come on, Chuck Palahniuk's gay and his dad was murdered by a Klansman. Um, oh, I didn't know that about his dad. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, I think it's in his biography. Um, I have like several <laughs> Paladin books from when I was a teenager. Forgive me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I went through my phase. I went through my phase, but I came He's out the, the door. Side. The doors of literature. Uh, that's not fair to the doors, I guess, or fans of the door. I anytime I mention that the doors are like a phase you go through in middle school, people get mad at me. But that was just <laughs> that was my experience. Um. I know there were some really good musicians in the doors. It was just, you know, the <laughs> people who find Jim Morrison incredibly meaningful. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's usually the first time any of us are are like experimenting with drugs. Right. Uh, it's like, have you heard Riders on the Storm? Well, smoking yeah. weed. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have. It's <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> that shit will be yeah. like, it's so long too. the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shit had me fucked up. I was like, yo, this part oh, goes. Yeah. This part go. Wait, you can hear rain. Gosh, <laughs> fuck? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the one thing I will say for impeachment that I saw someone tweet uh, and I can't find it right now is just that you know, the difference between Watergate and the Iran-Contra affair, like in the eyes of history, uh, you know, history, at least uh, up to this point, has traditionally been written by that sort of center-right, you know, New York Times, Washington Post, from that point of view. And so, you know, Iran-Contra is just seen as, even though it was probably more widespread and evil, 
then Watergate, it doesn't get the the ink that Watergate gets in, in the history books. So like you kind of need to play the game on that level as well, that like centrist level to make things stick and, you know, uh, with with some people who are very influential. Yeah, well, I also, I think too, like, like the reason it hasn't sticked is because like the the media has done an incredibly terrible job of just covering bullshit. Oh, the worst. Where like yeah. the the where the real stuff doesn't stick because of how because of the the mountains they've made out of molehills. So it's like, can you believe he said it's like, yeah, okay, but what about policy? But what about right. policy? What's actually happening policy wise right now? Oh, women are getting sterilized in facilities. That is no way the same as Kofi Fipa. Go ahead. Yeah, right. but please talk about Na- oh Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Peluso has an impeachment dress. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, like that's truly yeah. Because I think a lot of the times on the left and the right, there's very little knowledge around like legislative policy, and like we everyone gets caught up in the fucking spectacle of like the just the arguments and culture war talking points because it's hard to even hear like. There are well-meaning people on the left, too, who are like have these sentiments, but then don't understand policy wise how that is going to happen, because the thing that they're saying they want, they're also actively against through other like their rhetoric. It's clear. It's like, do you want people to have everything? Because if you do, you have to support these other policies as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think people becoming more literate in how those things actually affect our lives, I think will hopefully help also show that. But people that are in office are the ones that are ultimately responsible to understand how their votes work and how that affects, you know, the citizen down the road or the person, just mm-hmm. the resident down the road. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, let's talk about the FAA. Uh, we've seen a lot of videos over the last week of, you know, MAGA folks on planes and in airports uh, just having their version of reality crash down around them when they're told that uh, we, we actually don't think of you guys as patriots. We think of you as uh, the type of people who should not should be on a uh, no fly list. Um, yeah. Or even that just like harassing politicians in the terminals or like getting in full on screaming fights near fisticuffs on planes with other passengers like it's been chaos and i remember initially right after last wednesday on like the 7th like the union of like airline attendants were like dude we don't want any we don't want we don't want to deal with this shit like we're just trying to get across the country it's already a pandemic to have people taking their masks off to scream at us or threaten us is just is already making a horrible life worse. So now yeah. the FAA has come in and they're basically saying, okay, we've heard you. Uh, and it's essentially, they're saying like, it's like a one strike first strike and you're out. Uh, the FAA is saying that there are penalties now, including fines of up to 35,000 and even jail. Uh, if, if passengers physically assault or verbally threaten airline crews or other travelers, um, they said it's, there's no, there's like no wiggle room for this. You know, they just said um, they said in a statement, this will help to serve as a deterrent to unruly passengers who had been bucking the rules of aviation safety. So I you'd think that'll be, you know, in this country, it seems like 
fines when they're actually uh, doled out to people, like maybe will work because uh, I don't think anybody wants to be on a flight and then catch a thirty-five thousand dollar fine. But this is this will be this evolution of how people are behaving in public is really something that I think is we're just beginning to see um, because like that'll that'll truly kind of help us understand where the majority of people are when the dust settles after this inauguration. I think part of it too is, is like we've we've been seeing this for for the longest time in like one on one confrontations right. of you know of Karens or whatever you want to call it like like there are white people in positions where they never thought they would have to pay the consequences right um, where because they have been protected you know since time immemorial by that whiteness. And, and so like, you know, the gentleman's agreement is like, you've, you've taken a step too far. You've actually, now it's impacting us. And so as legislators, we have to put pressure on everybody else to do something about it. I I mean, as far as like the, the flight attendants and the FAA is concerned, like, like even just in my aim in uh, going back and forth, like I've I've flown a couple of times in the last couple of months um, to do my donation thing. Like, the flights that I've been on have been fucking empty. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I can't imagine like how having a, a, a plane full of, of folks who like are feeling righteous in the things that they've just done, trying to go home or trying to like return to their like base of operations or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and having that sort of like, like fuck you do something about it. And then like, oh, no, 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 I didn't mean, you know, and then trying <laughs> I mean, to do like, something about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean actually do something. That right. was just no, a, I didn't mean, yeah. <laughs> that was a so rhetorical it, do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it, it's it's this weird reckoning. Um, it, and it's like you can you can trace all of those things specifically back to like the the people who have real power and who have real authority and who who have the means to get themselves out of these situations stoking those stoking those fires like Trump can get himself out of he's fucking rich um right. a lot of these other state representatives have some level of immunity if not adequate legal protection like you guys are just dummies that are you know that are laying down for these people who don't give a fuck about you right yeah, yeah. born on third thinking they hit a triple and then when you know never learning the rules of baseball i guess like just being like oh i you're gonna throw me out because i just wasn't standing Hold on the bag why are, you, That's bullshit. Why, why are you walking home from third base right now the pitcher <laughs> right. hasn't even thrown to the batter right all right that's a run what no the the ball is thrown if there's a hit you can then okay sure yeah yeah you know like that's sort of what's happening does remind me like i i haven't the only time uh that you saw this much energy just completely uh, misplaced, like where someone's cl- clearly wrong and just arguing uh, at the top of their lungs is like when a baseball manager goes out there and is just like shrieking. I don't know. That's right, always right. been one of my favorite like spectacles of wrongness. Throwing like, your hat down and then like yeah. just getting nose to nose with the umpire. And saying like thousands of words and it's just like never clear what the fuck they could possibly be saying. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, that's uh, I'll work on a stand up bit for that. Uh, all right, you ever notice how you ever notice how baseball really is American sport? Huh? <laughs> uh, let's talk about Rudy, uh, oh, and his favorite man. documentary. Was the documentary thing a, a bit? Is he doing Dude, like sarcasm? Okay, so let's talk about this. 
Rude Man, the Road Man, <laughs> has had, you know, the last couple, quite a last couple of fucking decades, honestly. He went from just a regular shitty former mayor that people don't like to a universally recognized piece of irredeemable shit that everyone <laughs> highly dislikes and hates. And right now, he's got a couple things going. He's currently under investigation for possible disbarment in New York since his late, just on the strength of everything that's happened. But really, the the latest, the trial by combat comment that he made before kicking off the insurrection was something that a lot of people were particularly interested in. Like, why are you evoking things like trial by combat or like violent physical ways to resolve this conflict? And he gave a this was a quote that was going around and for the, I honestly thought it was bullshit because it was so stupid and I was like oh, people are just taking screen grabs of a thing they linked to an article from the hill that was written by this reporter and it wasn't actually in the article so I was like no hold on like I have to oh, make sure this was said a fake quote. I, well, well then I found the reporter the hill reporter that they were attributing it to and he actually tweeted this out so I was like well fuck okay right. so I guess he did say this shit so when asked what was up with that trial by combat shit, Rudy? He said, quote, I was referring to the kind of trial that took place for Tyrion in that very famous documentary about fictitious medieval England. When Tyrion, who is a very small man, is accused of murder, he didn't commit murder, he can't defend himself, and he hires a champion to defend him. The reporter says, you're talking about Game of Thrones? <laughs> Rudy, 100%. And I'm talking about the trial between machines. But, but anyway, uh, he goes on. Uh, um, so, yeah, the famous documentary about fictitious medieval England. So is I don't know. Is like, that fine. him be, do it, just like doing the bit of like, wait, that Air Bud isn't a documentary like he had like, like that kind of uh, cliche. I don't joke know, had, like, because he's true to him. The, the rest of the answer isn't like funny. Like he's right. very earnestly trying to explain why he said that because he's essentially saying that he, they are Tyrion and right. so they need their own mountain to uh -huh. fight but their so mountain like, in this case because he goes on to say it's about the machines and he's like I'll put the, our machines against their machines and they'll get arrested and we'll be if we're wrong we'll just be it's very uh, rambling, which has it, it just seems like he's been drunk since. Well, that and also trial by combat evokes something that says you can actually be wrong. But if you kill the other person, it doesn't matter <laughs> right? because it's trial by combat. That's, that's what point. that's what the subtext here is. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? It's like and that's what's because. To get these people whipped up into a frenzy like that they are at some kind of existential crossroads is so fucked up. Like there's no people. Uh, Democrats aren't secretly, you know, like their plans aren't to put people in camps. Their plans are just to keep the rich rich. That's where it ends. But it manifests Ooh. in these ways. That's just pain for everyone. Well, and I mean, in, in, in a way, though, they are like, you know, because it's like if we don't deal with how willing Republicans are to lean into fascism. And this moment is like the moment to do it. If we don't do it now, then like all other sort of agreements and all sort of other processes for dealing with it are just going to go out the window. Because like you said, if you kill the other person, then it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. So all that to say, just to, to, to sort of create this image is just, again, so dangerous. 
and completely misleads like even the ability to even have any kind of like actual unity in this if that even is possible right because i think if anything it's going to be around people understanding that there's a there's a way to actually have a life in this country that you'd hope most people can agree on but then there's clearly a forking off where some people really it's just anathema to them the idea that every person in the country could be supported every person in the country deserves dignity uh, right. And that's just also the very shocking part that I think hopefully more people are seeing like, yeah, there are also people who say they like the right things, but clearly don't, that's not what they're the end game they're pursuing is. And just to like go back to the defense he's he's presenting here, he's delivering this speech that where he said travel combat to a just like frothing at the mouth, furious crowd of people wearing like as we as was referenced in the aka like buffalo horns and like furs like looking like they could be uh characters from game of thrones obviously well aware of what the trial by combat is referring to and it's referring to a scene in which a man's head is crushed like a grape by somebody like that the trial by combat like so to and he's like so that Nobody took that as a violent thing. They, hey, they but then that about- guy. But here's the thing. Then that guy became the Mandalorian. You see. So what? <laughs> what's that really saying about all the hand holding that's going on? I mean, who who is Pedro Pascal? Really? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is. Yeah, all that to say is to act like it's some kind of innocent metaphor, and you're just referencing TV is just you know. But please, Rudy. Wow. And all. But the next part, which is really wild too, is there is also Trump. This is from the Washington Post, quote, Trump has instructed aides not to pay Giuliani's legal fees and has demanded that he personally approve any reimbursements for the expenses Giuliani incurred while traveling on the president's behalf to challenge election results in key states. They said Trump has privately expressed concern with some of Giuliani's moves and did not appreciate a demand from Giuliani for $20,000 a day in fees for his work attempting to overturn the election. Trump is now going to do his Trump thing, which is to stiff somebody who he right. hired. Right. Um, but. What's that calculus? Is he is he saying like, oh, I can do that because Giuliani needs a pardon from me? So therefore, I'm going to be like, well, you're not getting paid. And then he's like, well, then I'm going to say something. He's like, well, then go ahead and you're not pardoned. And we were were all dead. We're all going to go to jail. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Things are very touch and go over there, too. Like, it's even like hearing how Lindsey Graham has been like the personal babysitter just to be like, just keep him. We have activities just to get to the 20th. And hopefully everything will be okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're going to have like a, a egg toss and like, what, like what, just burger eating a contest. Three, a three legged race with him. And I mean, the lack of research done by the people who got pulled in by Trump, like, I, you, everybody knew this was going to happen. He does, he has never, they said it ever, themselves. ever paid anyone ever. He he doesn't pay people right who who he contracts with. Even the Republicans, when he was when Trump was in pursuit, like when in the during the primary, were warning themselves. They're like, "This guy's gonna ruin the party." I'm right. telling you. Cut yeah. to them being like, "He's I'm on board with everything." So, you know, it's just funny how often people will kind of trade in their like what they see to be true for the pursuit of power because. It's like anything in D.C., like they just go where the polling numbers go and no one wants to find themselves on the wrong side of the poll. Um, right. And so in that case, it's just been like, OK, well, I guess the numbers are there. So I don't really 
I don't want to go against that or have a hot take standing up for what I believe in. So I'll just go with it. Right. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Rudy, though, because he's definitely exposed as uh, people who are actual lawyers would put it. Can you just imagine thinking you're going to get all those fees? You got 20,000 bucks a day. You're like, oh, my God, this is going to be a check oh for the fucking God. century. And then you're, <laughs> now you're reading this. You'd be like, yeah, like, yo, he's stiffing your ass. Like, yeah. Oh, motherfucker. Um, if only there had been some kind of precedent. To- yeah. <laughs> right. Of every single transaction. You, yeah. You think Trump at that point, he'd be like, yo, engaged. bro, I need that shit up front. Right. You know, this is way too big of a. Way too big of a project, man. You need that up front. Yeah, I need a deposit. Right, <laughs> right. right. Uh, all right. That? Well, a, ret- a retainer. You're right. <laughs> retainer. Uh, let's talk about God. I have so many Goodwill hunting quotes in my brain. That I just realized the other day. <laughs> retainer, and uh, it's not your fault. I think. I think it's not your fault. Like three times a day. Wow. Uh, oh. uh, that's uh, really hug it out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What are you reminding yourself is in your fault? Uh, yeah, don't worry about it, man. Yeah, um, all right, that's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk about vaccines. Uh, Miles, you, you're calling them the PS5 of humanity right now? Yep. People want, people want it. They're trying <laughs> to get it. Some can, some can't. Do you know somebody? You know, maybe a company had bought some for a giveaway, and maybe you can find a way to to get your PS5 like that. Do you know somebody who works in healthcare? Maybe you can backdoor a vaccination. Um, there's a story in the Daily Beast. I was just kind of talking about how you know the terrible just rollout of the vaccination program and just terrible handling of that pandemic has turned like a state like Georgia into like a very chaotic place where. There's a high demand for vaccines and then but they aren't ready. Plus, there are other alternate ways to alternative ways to secure them. Um, so in the beginning of this article, they're talking about how just a lot of people are finding ways to get a vaccine. Like normally everyone thought, OK, I have to go through just like the very the, the ways that the city or the municipality is telling me I have access to a vaccine. And they're saying, quote, they're all they're all stories of connections like my neighbor is a nurse or I took my grandmother and they gave her one, too. Or I just showed up at the pharmacy every day for a week and they gave us one. But I don't know a single person who has been able to get it through official channels. Appointments are completely filled. And this isn't just because, you know, a corrupt healthcare system, because we've heard about like in Florida, there are people who can just make make mega donations to hospitals and like, yeah, yeah. Just jump the line, baby. We got yeah. this vaccine right here gotta, for you. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I got uh, got some vaccines that fell off a truck. Right. right. No, 100%. Um, oh. Vaccines and PS5s, probably. And this whole thing now in Georgia, it's more to do with, A, it's an underfunded state that's working with an administration that puts zero foresight into how to perform mass vaccinations. And also, you know, it's they're not proactively doing anything to stand like to to actually f- combat the infection rates now so you have hospitals who are in a situation where they're not only flooded with new infections and overwhelmed by the people they have to treat but then also this huge demand from the public to be vaccinated which is something they actually miscalculated because they weren't sure because a lot of the polls people are like nah, I don't know about a vaccine and now that they see people getting it and shit everyone's like the demand has been just astronomically through the roof. And so it's, you know, looking at the numbers that the entire country is doing, 
and again, we've talked about it. We need to be doing around two to three million people being vaccinated a day if we're going to be serious about creating any sort of sense of herd immunity, like within the first, you know, four years, like within four years from now, like what happens? The vibes um, that I get from anyone who hears uh, that, you know, uh, my wife or another another healthcare worker I know got the got the vaccine and just like. It reminds me of like when the first iPhone came out and like somebody got the first iPhone, like and everyone was like, Yo, what's it like? Are you okay? Like how like has it changed your life? Type? Right. And it's just it's so fucking American, man. It's just like all we we just suck everything into consumer capitalism and it's all just like Yo, Instagram, gram that shit. We got to, you know, uh, and yeah. not not saying it's bad for healthcare workers to gram it because they need to That's be encouraging people. That's part of the PR people. to help people. Yeah. yeah, to help people accept it. But like the way people are reacting to it is like, it's just another. Right. Because there are people I know who are in healthcare and they post their like, their like second shot vaccination card. Like, got it, feeling better. Like, please stay safe out there. But then you'll see comments like, Ah, oh, lucky. When are you gonna go? like? Where, where's the first place you're gonna go? It's like to the fucking <laughs> hospital to deal with fucking people. Job, the fuck are you talking about? You're not going to Legoland or some shit. Like, <laughs> where are you gonna go? They weren't dunking on you to be like, ah, bitch, Cancun, Cancun on three. Like, no, they're, they're be like, I have to protect myself because there's already the, the COVID nineteen is already mutating right. and causing like higher spikes in, in infection. But yeah, we have this. We're still unable to like look at it. Like, yep, right. This is what we have to do scientifically to, to combat a pandemic. Versus, we're so used to getting dunked on. Like, right. we're like, oh, that's sick, bro. Lucky. Tell me, where are you hitting first? Where are you? eating first it's like nothing's open isn't that isn't that sad though like like that's the that's where yeah. most of our minds go to it's yeah. like oh shit you got that vaccine so you good to go now right <laughs> that's uh, tight <laughs> what about the fact they're saying they could it's possible a hundred thousand people could die in january alone yeah you know what i mean yeah. and but i think that's just why we're it's just like there's so many fucking things you know just grinding us down at the moment yeah that it's really hard to like hold everything in this reality where you're like having the right response to it it's like well sure tens of scores of people are dying a day uh the the rampant poverty that people are experiencing in we're now even learning about how awful even just like the the lack of care or consideration that was taken with reuniting these migrant children with their families like there's it's like it's like an omni crisis for people yeah. who have a heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're the, like, yeah, oh, the eviction my crisis that'll yeah. definitely be hitting us within you know the next couple of months. And right. I don't Absolutely. blame I don't blame people for like you know having their end of quarantine fantasies bubble forth when they see somebody get the vaccine. Like, absolutely. I just think it's just from from a overall like cultural unconscious perspective. Like, this should be our opportunity. For everybody to like, it should feel like we're all gonna do this in orderly fashion, get through this together, like the dairy rations and shit during World War II, where everybody like sits down, just does their part, waits, gets gets their shit. Uh, it's not cool. It's just like a thing that we all have to do, duty bound. And because of where we are, it's just everything is everything is 
got that consumer shit because yeah, we just like it's just a mess out there. It's just like you gotta you gotta struggle to try and find a way to like get an edge to get the vaccine because that's the only way America knows how to do things. Um, right. Yeah, or even like your first thought is because we're also like I think like most countries, but America, many other places, like the hookup, right? The plug. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And everybody First thing I thought, I was like, who the fuck do I know? You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck could I? I know I I know I know somebody. But that's just kind of how, you know, we're even thinking about it, even in terms of like surviving a pandemic. It's back to like, you know, who's the plug? So when they say aside from the Kroger website, does anybody, do either of you understand how uh, the two to three million a day number, like, do we get to that because. If we go too slow, then people like it will mutate fast enough that like it w- the thing won't really matter anymore. Is that kind of the idea? Well, I think that was because the plan was to have something done by the end of the summer. Right. So, the- so they're saying like for the plan that you're rolling out, like you're not I'm sure there's probably other dimensions and I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I've always heard that figure coinciding with the plan to have a certain amount of the three fourths of the population vaccinated by fall ish. Right. Which is what, how, how you get to herd immunity. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But do we, I mean, do, do we realistically see that with like, like the, the first batch of vaccinations are almost expired and they've just kind of been sitting there because of the Trump administration. Right. But now with, you know, after the transition of, of power, there's, there's still going to be so much like chaos left behind and so much in disarray that I honestly don't know how we get to that point come fall or if that's the target. I mean, I'm hoping like there, you know, when COVID first hit testing was a mess. um, And then slowly by slowly, like it got pretty efficient to the point that like, you know, I, I was impressed with like the Dodger stadium. Like when I went and got tested at Dodger stadium, like they, they just had you zip through and you got your results like that night. Like, so I'm, yeah, I'm hoping, like two days. yeah, I'm hoping that there's like efficiencies upon efficiencies that like build on each other and slowly by slowly it gets, it gets faster and faster. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's been a necessity just on like the state and local level of them being like, well, fuck it. We can't count on the feds. We're on our own. So let's figure right. this shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right, let's take a, another quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And there's this Washington Post article about the Secret Service detail at Jared and Ivanka's home. It actually has a lot in common with uh, the movie uh, The Help which is, uh, if you remember that movie, is surprisingly the plot hinges on pooping and peeing because the help, the black women who work for these uh, abusive white families are not allowed to use the bathrooms in the white homes. uh, And they, you know, build bathrooms outside for them to use. And it's like... uh, Just demeaning. I haven't seen it. So does it mean the whole movie hinges on when will they shit in the house? Yes. Like that. Well, so, that's so that's the inciting incident. Like, Bridger, like Bridgerton is when's he gonna come inside the lady? <laughs> and the help is when are they gonna be allowed to shit and pee in the house? It's the inciting incident in the sense that like that's sort of a, a last straw. Uh, right, right. And 
and then one of the meaner women uh you know is always telling people you ha- you simply must like build a separate toilet for them because you don't want them like she i think she claims that spreads disease and uh and then someone shits in a pie and feeds it to her uh, yeah, I was gonna say if you can't if you can't beat them uh feed them your own shit <laughs> yeah, feed oh, them okay. your own shit <laughs> uh so anyways the the secret service uh who's working at this uh home with 6.5 bathrooms uh which means you know a half a bathroom is still a bathroom with a toilet so that's at mm-hmm. least seven toilets in the house they were not allowed to use any of those bathrooms these people who are guarding Jared and Ivanka with their lives and they were forced to put up a porta potty outside of the house oh my um, god which really? yep which, out of their own pocket uh out of our <laughs> oh, own pocket yeah, right. out, yeah out of taxpayers uh and that caused problems because this is uh the same neighborhood that like uh what's his name, Jeff Bezos and Obama uh, live in. And so it, it's intre- It's a really interesting article because like it is on one hand, you know, about this just wild ass like classism. Uh, but on the other hand, it's like using uh, neighbor interviews from people who are obviously part of the problem because they're like, and then they put up a porta potty and we're not even allowed to like, use the sidewalk outside their house and like it's just the the circus has really come to town here oh, you guys fuck off. i kind of want to i kind of want to each i want to ask each and every person on that's on that street who like commented for the thing on like did you let them shit in your house right yeah mm-hmm. exactly that that is an exact uh thought i had so uh, what they ended up having to do is rent an apartment uh from a nearby house, like a basement apartment, and set up there uh, to what? And it it literally ends with the reporter being like, "The other day, like the the street was empty, and the only movement was a Secret Service agent uh, rushing out of the um r- rushing out of the SUV outside of their house with his hands tucked to his side." Uh, disappearing into the neighboring apartment for five minutes and coming back out. So, like, talking about this person taking a shit. Wow. It's just like the only movement on the street was a bowel movement. Exactly. And that's <laughs> what happened. But this is so this raised a well, go, go ahead. Uh, your thoughts before I get into no, nah, I just fuck that. Like, who gives right? You got look, I, I if I have if I have two toilets. Then I'm good, and then use uh, as long as I have somewhere to shit. Yeah, you know that I, that's a conundrum. If you have one toilet, and then the Secret Service agent, you're like, "Yo, I got a shit, bro!" Like, come on, man, Agent Walker, man, I gotta take a shit, please. Like, I get that where you're like, "I'm sorry, y'all." Like, you know, I like I take a long time to shit. I can't really have y'all in here. So if we can work something else out, that's one thing. But you have all these toilets, and I'm sure with a house like theirs, it's like they probably don't have to go that far into the house. I'm sure there's a bathroom off the foyer because that's how all these fucking ridiculous houses that was one of the points they made is that like usually there's like a a pool house or something and they're allowed (laughs) to use that i mean at least a pool house you guys let them shit um but oh this is giving me real so like uh back when i was a little kid i grew up out in palm springs um my grandma cleaned houses um 
that was part of the that was part of the, the arrangement so like there was a back house there was a pool house it's like you had to go to the bathroom you can go there that yeah you, like yeah you, you don't so go inside up. the main house yeah 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 um i mean anybody who's worked in like food services there's a lot of restaurants that are like that that are just like no you don't use the customer restroom stay the fuck out of there um and hotels too but so there's this section um where the there's this neighbor who speaks negatively about how uh jared and ivanka seem to think they were royals or royalty and this reminded me of a, a question I wanted to raise back when I was watching The Crown. And Miles, I know you just started watching The Crown, but um, is the UK system of constitutional monarchy like maybe better than ours? Like the idea that they're looking down at Ivanka and Jared at, and comparing them to like people who think they're royalty, but like at least royalty doesn't have any power. Like they they're divi- they divide like the monarchy and the people with power and you know it's actually it actually accidentally is superior to ours because we bestow all that solemnity and unconscious holiness of leadership uh like onto the people who actually have power like we treat the president like a both a monarch and a king and you know, the end of the presidency is treated like a death of a monarch. It's like, you know, now, especially like with the with the sped up, uh, you know, metabolism of the news, it's like people. I don't know. There's like this reverse the lottery logic uh, that works better than it. Sh- it seems like it should in the UK where you're just like giving this godliness to a seemingly random and wholly undeserving family of people and you just take away it's almost like you're giving people a outlet for their need to make people uh holy or like a godhead um and then their pm is just like some dude who they can not uh have to you know live and die with everything that happens to them I mean, I wish I was an expert uh, in constitutional monarchy, but what I what I will say is that the idea that we just deify leaders just more than anything else is just a problem. Like, yeah, and that some that we ex- a think some of the people that are the leaders somehow have like their their characters above reproach, or by yeah. merely holding office, that lends this air of uh, like dignity to them. Um. I think, I don't know, it's just kind of like celebrity worship in the same way. It's like, dude, we just need to, I wish we could, I mean, but this is like a utopian idea of like, we just need to be able to look at everybody as a fucking person Um, rather than like, oh, but this title plus them means like they are, they're fucking, you know, elevated or somehow they're, they're, they're um, different from us, but I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, no, it's hit that, um, it's hit hit critical mass of like red and blue, you know, it's that sort of my team you can't say anything bad about my team and it's like you, you f- fucking dummies it's like we're beyond teams it's there there are no teams yeah and yeah the team argument because at, at the end of the day like p- people are losing their jobs at the same rate you know yeah. what i mean and it, yeah do you think she you think uh you know pelosi or feinstein is gonna pay your rent like come on right, right. i mean the vast majority of people who 
vote for Trump are have better lives when he loses. It's just the extremely wealthy people who are the minority of his voters who actually have actual incentives. But the rest, it's just like the whole it's like sports fans. It's just being Yeah, like, we just have these weird parasocial relationships with people in different classes and just like bizarro fucked up class solidarity with the wrong people. And I mean, until that changes, like the outcomes aren't going to really change. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, just I mean, there's there's not a ton to say about the Marvel characters thing other than that <laughs> Captain America, as our writer J.M. pointed out, was created by two Jewish guys from New York who hated Nazis and hated bullies and the just sheer preponderance of Captain America iconography in the capital insurrection is wild it's uh absurd and there's like a poster currently on sale on amazon that depicts trump punching uh what appear to be mexicans in the face with captain america's shield uh next to the border wall which is between the white house and trump tower for some reason um and it's not great. It's not a well-executed piece of art, but well, based on where the Statue of Liberty is, is the Statue of Liberty even in America? Nah, it's dude. on the other side of the wall. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Okay. I don't Think know what that. that I don't know what that, that, that means, but interesting vision. <laughs> uh, there is also a, a writer who adopted. Uh, he he was wielding a Captain America shield with Pepe the Frog on it, while confusingly also wearing the helmet from the Mandalorian. Uh, as if he was rioting against the concept of losing your virginity. Um, <laughs> there, there's that, that's a JM joke. Shout out that, to him. What a, that's a, you know, what they like combo. TV. That's yeah. just like when shit posting has just completely, you're collapsed. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. You've completely succumbed to the shit post. Yeah. And you're like, nothing about policy, nothing about legislatively or experientially what's happening to me. It's like, I have manif I am the human manifestation of shit posts. Mandalorian helmet with Pepe shit like okay. There also appears um, to be like a fur lined or no, it's just a fur cape it's with an the American IKEA flag. weird sheep rugs right. that you get for like ten bucks. But that might be like a, a reference to like a Conan uh like type of character. Conan the Barbarian, Xena. Canan. Yeah, Canan. Mm. Uh and then there's also the Punisher logo, uh, the the guy who had the flex cuffs slash zip ties uh, w was rocking a Punisher logo. Um, and this they love that one. Yeah, the police love that one, even though uh, the character was supposed to be representative of uh, the failure of law and order to address the concerns of people who feel abandoned. Wait by till, the legal wait till they start caping for John Brown. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I'm serious. Yeah. That's it's only it's in like there's no awareness of what these symbols mean. Um, it's just like, what's that? He fought the he he did what? Oh, I like that very narrowly, superficially, without understanding any context. Like, right. like it's it's gonna be like because they're only I mean, whatever. It's this is just how this movement has been moving, but um, I've I've always just been thinking about. It. I'm like, when is John Brown gonna fucking? Well, he be... has that uh um that series on Showtime right now. So there's the a John Brown. Bird. Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't even know that. That what? It's with um, what is his name? Uh, uh 
Uma Thurman's old husband, Ethan, Ethan Hawk. Yes, Ethan Hawk. Oh, plays he's got a John Brown. Yeah, he plays John Brown. All right, interesting. Oh, and the Good Lord Bird is that what this? Yes, is? that's it's a one. dark comedy. I haven't seen it, but I've just that's uh, I know as far as like the lexicon, uh, he, he John Brown's here, right? Or the other thing would probably be like if they start fucking caping for like William to come to Sherman. Right, like oh, right. General Sherman, y'all. Like now he that's knew. What I'm it's like, about. yo, yeah. I don't think. He, do you even know the Civil War history? <laughs> like he's the reason why y'all were caught, like crying after the Civil War ended. Because like he fucking brutalized us. I'll tell you what, he, they do know their Georgia Civil War hell. history in the sense that they were also uh, wearing merch, aping the Captain America Civil War logo that read "Mega Civil War." So they know that Civil War history, bro. Right. Oh. It's yeah. only, they they know the MCU better than our fucking oh, own country's history, absolutely. which is like, <laughs> like it truly is idiocracy. Where it, I, can you imagine when we're like fully elderly mm. and we're like, what did you learn in school? <laughs> that hold on, that Thanos was what <laughs> with with Russia? Oh my god! That's what happens? You take your eye off the textbooks for one second. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Jack, you've got little ones like, you know, by the time that they like are high school aged, I, I, like the revisionist history that's going to take place about what we all just went through. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm already teaching Biden's basically Thanos, you know, uh, <laughs> come on, guys. we all know what's going on here. Um, uh, all right. Well, Derek. Uh, as always, such a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist. Where can people uh, find you and follow you? Oh, thank you, fellas. Uh, on all the social media platforms under my name, uh, you guys can find me in the, the, the show notes. Show notes. Yeah. Show notes. Show notes. Uh, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? I mean, I think just right now, it's just like all of the, uh, you know, like black and indigenous scholars activists who have been like uh we fucking told y'all mm. um that's been real rewarding um like i saw a link to like seth abrams uh like 180 tweet thread yeah uh <laughs> which could have just been summarized by like any black or brown person being like yeah we told you right yeah yeah, yeah. i i actually linked off to that so my bad but um it is no i mean i i i thought like i think necessary reading i think yeah, it's, you know I, I do th- I, I do think it was interesting and like if for for folks who are still sort of like who didn't pay attention who are sort of out of the context of it all but are like shocked by what they saw like that is at least a decent point to kind of break down like hey here's how all of this incendiary language has culminated into this moment Right. Uh, and it's important to provide context to all of those things, but it's it's like, bro, what took you so long? Right. Um, Miles, where can people find you? What's tweet you've been enjoying? You can find me Twitter, Instagram at Miles Gray, and also uh, check out the T Public Store. Yeah, maybe there's a coup happening, but that won't stop our duty as a merch making merch making fools to cop that uh those T shirts for thirteen bucks. We're doing uh, a coup on deals, baby. <laughs> We're overthrowing really <laughs> retail prices. So, um, yeah, check me out there. Four twenty day fiance. You want to talk about ninety day fiance? And let's see some tweets that i like there's a couple 
this really one, it's just this this one that was just really funny. Uh, it's just a photo. It's a quote tweet. So the photo is of a like like clearly from a supermarket where there's like an aisle where all the paper plates are on the shelves. But then there's like a basketball just on top, like just out of nowhere on the <laughs> shelf with it. And the person, the original tweet says, now what the fuck? And at views from CB tweeted, they mama said no. <laughs> that was the most real shit. It wasn't like, why is the basketball there? It's like, no, no, no. They mama said no on that one. You're not getting the fucking ball. Put that shit back. And then they're too close to the thing. It's like, well, it's on the Just put it there. Boom. Uh, felt very real for anybody whose parent has said no uh, for uh, just a stupid ass purchase request. I remember, like, you know, those like stupid bouncy balls that they they have, like, in just out of nowhere in the middle just of the frozen food aisle in that cage. Yeah. yeah. I was, I remember there was like when the X Men cartoon was out, I wanted like an X Men one. And my mom was like, you don't even use balls like this. I'm like, but it's X Men. She's like, no. And I remember being so, that like, it is fucks me up to today. Yeah. Uh, that's bad. And I didn't have that. And I didn't have the audacity to like clap back. So, like, a, you know, kid with a healthy fear of their mother, I was just like, fine. Idiot. <laughs> what? Nothing. nothing. You do nothing. <laughs> you do nothing. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, let's see. Tweet I've been enjoying that reflects some thoughts I've been having uh, lately as uh, my children are going through a dinosaur phase. At James on Twitter tweeted, dinosaurs literally got taken out on the same planet we walk on today and people still think we're invincible. You're not better than a stegosaurus. <laughs> uh, yeah. yo, I, I spend uh, a lot of time now reading about dinosaurs and then there will be like a, a size comparison chart where you just see like that you come up to the shin of a medium-sized dinosaur and they were here and they just got taken out. Uh, they were here longer than we've been here. So yeah, keep that in mind, I guess. Respect. Uh, and, uh, there's another one from, uh, Solomon Giorgio tweeted. I like to step out into the frosty night, stare at the moon and wonder, was my dare officer at the insurrection? Um, and oh. yeah, I think he was, I think he was, I think they all were. Um, Oh, Mine deaf. I told you about his ass. The lame ass cop we have for oh, ours. Yeah. His license plate was Prince Charles. He had a vanity plate that said P R N C H A S. And I've told I probably told this story because he was he gave a prize out at the end to be like, whoever knows what my license plate means, you get a prize. This motherfucker's name was not even Charles. <laughs> but he had this Prince Charles. It was so stupid. And I'll never forget that. Is he just a fan of I don't Prince even Charles know. And it was Ranger? on his I remember he drove a like a ninety-two white Ford Ranger pickup. And it was like, I had just so many more questions um, than answers. Wow. Anyway. That is. I was going to say, maybe of the dog, just a big fan of a little like King, King Charles. Charles Cavalier. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. I mean, he didn't see, he didn't seem like necessary. He seemed like a dude who clearly just couldn't work anymore. But yeah, I don't know. I just shout out to vanity license plates for monarchs that have nothing to do with you. <laughs> Prince Charles. Just. And as I watch The Crown, I'm like, what a fucking wet the worst. of a person, bro. The worst, and all indications, way worse than his character on on The Crown. Uh, and he's bad on The Crown. Uh, but man, re read some interviews or like behind-the-scenes stories of people who had to like interview him. And he just, the 
least deserved high opinion of oneself uh, ever ever acquired in the history of the human race. Um, all right. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes. where we link off the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as the song we ride out on miles what are we riding into this weekend upon just some you know just some light and easy but a little bit you know a little housey because you know i'm just trying to get that edm little electronic tempo going back in my house just to kind of get my toe going Mm. and this is a track from romare uh and it's called all night and it just got like it's just it's weird it's not traditional like you wouldn't feel like it's i don't know like off kind of house music but mm-hmm. it's, it's cool it's got a, it's got a rhythm to it and you're gonna like it you're gonna like the sounds it's from artists from the uk so check this one out all right well the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that's gonna do it for this morning we're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending and we'll talk to you then bye bye Thank you.